everyone. And we're back. We are back. It's been two weeks. Yep, we have been terrible. Hopefully this is not our new normal. Recording. Um, We've been busy. Apologies. Yeah. Sorry. Haven't we all? I mean, give us a break. Yeah. I mean, you're renovating a kitchen. I'm still, still ongoing. Not doing anything. (laughs) You are working hard. You are planting a garden. Yeah. Getting vaccinated. A victory garden. Um, Victory garden? Yeah. What does that mean? During World War II, like, that's what they planted. Like, they planted victory gardens, and it was, like, their food that they would eat. Oh. Ah, sorry. Oh, oops. Ashley just knocked the uh, island Pardon over. Pardon me. <laughs> um, we are in my home studio again today, so mm-hmm. uh, apologies for toe clicks. I'm sure they'll happen. They probably will at some point, but it's okay. Um, how are you? How am I? Well, it's day two of Whole30. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is, like a flashback from last year when I was doing Whole30, but I only lasted like 10 or 15 days, so. Yeah, I don't think it will be that bad, although I posted one thing about being on Whole30 on my Instagram story, and I've gotten like five people being like, good luck, and I'm like, oh, okay, so it's going to be hard? Yeah, it's hard. I'm already complaining about it. Well, not that much, and honestly, I think I'm going to feel so much better by the end of it. It's not like a weight loss journey. It's more of like hitting a reset button on my horrible diet from mm-hmm. last year. So I'm looking forward to and it. And you're doing it with someone, which is probably easier because like when I was doing it, I was doing it by myself and nobody else was doing it. Right. And it was during the Super Bowl and like just, yeah, I just gave up. Well, that was, I wouldn't have been able to do it during the Super Bowl. That's insane. Yeah. But anyway. Well, I mean, I cook all of our meals and this was Josh's idea. And he doesn't even know what it is. He didn't even know what it was. But he was like, want to do Whole30? I'm like, that sounds horrible, but sure. And since I cook all of our food, I'm like, I might as well do it too. I'm not going to like make us two separate meals. Um, But he was like, so um, what kind of bread can I have on this? I'm like, none. And he was like, what about cheese? I'm like, absolutely not. He's like, well, tortillas are fine. I'm like, nope, sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, did you read anything about it? Because yeah. I don't think you know what you're getting yourself into. Right. Um, I don't think it'll be that bad. Maybe I'm just being very optimistic. I mean, but. I think you can do it. So Thanks. Uh, I have gotten back to the gym. I went four times this week. Amaze. Um, I did two spin classes. Ooh. And I hate spin. But, like, I feel so good after it. Good, yeah. So, I'm going to keep doing spin. Yeah, I'm the same about spin. It's a quick and dirty workout for the most part. Like, 45 minutes. It kind of flies because you're so busy. But... And, like, I don't have, like, a smartwatch. So, like, when I'm doing a normal workout in, like, a classroom, I don't know how many calories I've burned. But, like, seeing it on the spin bike, like, burning 1,700 calories in a class, I was like, oh, that's great. Yeah. Do you guys have, like, a leaderboard in your spin room? No. My gym does, and it makes me not want to go. Oh, yeah. Because they're, like, they can basically be like, uh, bike number 17, you're holding everybody back, and that's usually me, so... And the spin classes are like an hour. I think no. that's too long. These are 45 minutes. It's in a like a room that's painted completely black. Yeah. And it's dark. No lights are on. Loud music. Fun instructors. Like, yeah. So far, the instructors I've had have both been very like energetic and like, it. I don't know what I want to say, but like. 
yeah. motivating is Good. what I want to say. Good. Um, anyway. My preference in a spin class is a, is a flamboyant gay man. That's well, I had mind. so I had one that his name is Christian and Love he's gay, but like he's so cute and he's like so like so interesting. He was talking about like living in Africa with a tribe, what and like he has like all of these tattoos and he has a tattoo down the middle of his face. Oh, and like he's like this short ginger guy, white guy. What? And Not expecting that. But like in the middle of the class, he's like, "So, want to talk about Ryan Reynolds?" <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I do. Anything to keep me distracted from yeah. this horrible work. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Well, that's good. It was um, good. I should probably go back to spin one of these days, but... I just... I don't do cardio normally, and I, like... I was talking to one of my instructors, and I was doing, a, like, a pretty heavy weightlifting class, mostly. Like, that was the only thing I was doing, and she mm-hmm. was like, you should probably only do body pump once or twice a week. Really? So, yeah. So... Hmm. She was like, mix it up and then like do some cardio or do Pilates or something. Because I don't want a beefy body. So. I mean, you're not. But like I Body felt- pump, just the name itself means you're never going to be like a beefcake coming out of that class. It's not like you're lifting 50 pound dumbbells. No. So but like you're like not going to get beefy. Repetitions. No well, sure, you should mix it up anyway just for, like, your muscles. Yeah. But I don't think if you took body pump five days a week that you would get, like, beefy. I felt like my neck was getting really oh thick. Oh, my God. Your neck is not getting thick from, like, body pump. I promise. So it's just fat? No, your neck saying? isn't thick. <laughs> so I don't know. It's like it. my one pet peeve about, like, in-shape dudes is that they usually have really thick necks. Sure. Um... Dax was on his Race to 270 podcast talking about how thick thick Charlie's, Charlie's neck is. And yeah. I'm like, damn it, I need to do cardio. I can assure you there's not one time I or anyone else has looked at you and been like, Ashley's neck is getting a little I'll bit I'll wear thick. like a little bit of a tight necklace and, it, and like I can't handle it, you know? Well, I don't think that's because you have a thick neck. I think that's just because you don't like things around your neck. Yeah. Which maybe. is fine. Me neither. Yeah. And, like, even crew necks. Like, I almost cut this shirt when I put it on. I'm the same. Anyway, I don't wear turtlenecks for that reason. Yeah. And I hate anything with, like, a tight, long sleeve. Ugh. Can't yeah. do it. I know. It's it's hard. Um. Anyway, so I feel good. I felt really good today. Like, I didn't go to the gym. Today was my day off. Mm-hmm. I've decided four to five times a week is ideal. Sure. But, like, it's okay if I don't do that many. Absolutely. As long as I do a spin class once a week. Yeah, I think just, like, being active is great. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a certain number of days a week. Like, just make yourself feel good. Yeah. So, anyway, I am back in the swing of things. And Love I it. feel great. Love it. Um, thriving. 30, flirty, and thriving. Yeah, for sure. I'm getting there. Um, I'll get back to the gym one of these days. I went last night, and as I was telling you before, it made me feel like absolute shit. I think it was because of the diet. I think, because I when I was doing it, it was totally like you, you go through spurts of like different feeling different ways. That's so odd because yeah. it doesn't seem like that big of a deal. Just because I'm like not eating a piece of bread in the morning now, I feel like shit because my body's just like, um, excuse me, where are where? Yeah, it's just like just completely off of what you're normally used to. I guess that it's like adjusting. So I don't. I mean, I'm not a scientist, so I could tell you what's going on, but it wouldn't be true. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I should just read the whole 30 book. I'm Whatever. By the time I get through it, the 30 days will be over. So it doesn't matter. Right. Anyways, not exciting. We don't have to talk about my diet any longer. 
Um, hopefully one of these days we'll be able to record at my home studio. I can't, I haven't seen your home. I think this is the first time in our friendship that I haven't seen your home. Well, I'm embarrassed to even have anyone in the house right now because it's so (laughs) gross. Everything has like a thin layer of like dust on it. I mean, usually everything here has a thin layer of salt on it. Well, salt. (laughs) I don't know. I was cleaning my stove and there was like salt residue. Oh, sure. Well, <laughs> salt is better than fucking dust everywhere. Like, Isn't salt like supposed to keep the witches away or is that garlic? Garlic, garlic is for vampires. Okay. Salt. Salt they do in spells like on Hocus Pocus and stuff. And oh. Practical magic. They like draw a circle with salt. Oh, what a waste. Um, It's not like Himalayan salt. It's just normal. <laughs> as long as it's not expensive salt. Um, I only know about like throwing salt over your shoulder if you spill it. Yeah, well. So. I'm screwed. Do you spill salt on that? It fall. It like doesn't go where it's supposed to go. Sure. Is that considered? Yeah. Well, no. That's like if you knock over a salt shaker. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've done it before. But... <gasps> and you didn't throw salt over your shoulder. Mm-mm. Bad luck. Um. Yeah. So anyway, I am also caught up on Bravo. Yay! Finally, um, after our mishap with Atlanta. Yeah. Well, we were fortunate enough to watch that episode together yes after the fact and my goodness bolo's got a big pp in the words bolo of is bowling i don't know <laughs> bolo is on another level like yeah i don't i was not turned on by it no i no, no. was it was gross it. and his outfit was gross the chanel like, thing doesn't do it for no, me no i'm like and just the fact, like, that what happened after, like, not my thing. I'm not in. I'm not into like a male stripper moment. Like, Mm-mm. I no. can appreciate like a good-looking dude at the beach, or like in a situation where you're supposed to have your shirt off, like if you're at the pool. My or ideal, out, but yeah, I I think like for me, instead of strippers for my bachelorette party, maybe you could have a male comedian come. Or Great, something. yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um, same for me. Actually, I don't need any entertainment. I just right. want to like go Drink. to Mexico. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's what we'll be doing. Okay. Um, one of these days. But yeah, I just I there's nothing sexy to me about like a man like gyrating. No, I don't. And dancing isn't like whenever a dude is dancing, unless he's Chris Brown. I mean, yeah, not like, anymore. But Channing in, Tatum for yeah. me is great. Yeah, like usually men dancing is just fucking weird. Yeah, I want to see a man dance like in Step Up, that yeah. kind of dancing. Yeah, I don't want to see stripper dancing. No, which is why Magic Mike kind of worked for me because they were strippers, but they were doing like normal dancing, like Step Up dancing. And that one guy was in it. Um, married to Sofia Vergara, Joe Manganiello. Yeah, Manganiello. He was in my five for a hot minute. Yeah. I'm surprised he's not still. He's totally your type. I'm surprised you are attracted to him because he is big. No, I didn't say I was. Oh. I don't know that I was attracted to anyone in that movie. Maybe the gay one. Least of all Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) Maybe the gay one. Yeah. (laughs) With the blue eyes. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? I know. Matthew Bomber. I think he's in My Sister's Five. And I'm like, well, Sarah, (laughs) you got to change that because if you meet him, he's not going to want to have sex with you. It has to be someone that is going to be willing. Yeah. And yeah. The Rock will be willing to have sex with me should we ever meet. Right. And he has no a question. very thick neck. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> Josh looks just like him. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Josh doesn't have a thick neck. That's okay. 
He doesn't um, look like the Rock. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. Not even like a little bit. Josh is hot in his own way. Um, <laughs> like a dorky. <laughs> he's a hot nerd, and I've, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Um, anyways, so what were we talking about? We went from salt to gyrating. <laughs> oh, we were talking about Bolo. Oh, right. So, yeah, Bolo didn't do anything for me. He clearly did something for Portia. Yeah, and like... Um, Kenya just like spreading. I just don't need to see any of that. (laughs) I think Portia at one point was like, um, I'm sick of seeing her uterus. Yeah. Because like Kenya is just the most. She's the critical. Does it make sense to me? Like she's like one minute she's all the way over to the left and then she's like. She's gyrating and. I think if she didn't have her daughter there and Bolo gave her any sort of attention, she would have been in that room. Oh, yeah. Like. I think she can't be like, oh my god, you slut bags. W- meanwhile, she's on the floor like doing the splits, it's like busting like, it wide for everyone. You never know like what to expect with her. She's a bitch. She so we can just get into Let's the just show. Let's ro- roll because, right like, into Atlanta. You like she really is just kind of terrible. Like yeah, I can't handle her like mood swings. No, her, like and it's nuts because she's like such a bitch and then decides like. I'm going to be fun today and everyone's just supposed to go along with it. It's confusing. Like, as I've, if she wasn't a complete like, bitch 10 minutes ago. I've known people like that. Like I used yeah. to work with this woman. We shared like an office. It was like a big office, but still she would like not talk to me for a month and then she would act like she was my best friend. Yeah. No, no thank I'm you. not interested, but like her, she, she wants sympathy. She wants attention, but then she like, can't let anyone else have sympathy or attention no she's jealous of everyone clearly she's a really just bad friend yeah i just don't understand why you would have her in your life she expects a lot from people without giving anything in return she's very entitled like thinking that she automatically deserves a suite at the hotel it's like everyone else (laughs) like deserves this like i cannot imagine being at a luxury hotel and being like well, she got a bigger room than me. Yeah. And... Well, she goes. So the episode obviously starts with them like going to New Orleans, which I really want to go there. Yes. So can we do that? Mm-hmm. Um, and and stay at that hotel. Hotel Indigo is not the nicest hotel in New Orleans. I can assure you. But like we have a hotel Indigo downtown. I mean, we'll be sharing a room. Well, <laughs> sure, we'll get a suite, but we will be sharing it probably with four other people. Um. Anyway, so. I loved Portia in this moment. Well, I always do because she's my queen. But they were talking about like, Drew was like, oh, I told the girls they could bring their kids this time, whatever. And Portia was just like, I didn't say I wanted to bring my kid. I just wanted (laughs) the offer. She goes, this is a girl's trip. Yeah. I was like, yes, Yes. queen. Like, it's nice of Drew to be like, if you want to bring your kid, please do. And of course, Kenny is the only one who did because she sucks and she's a wet blanket. I mean, I understand that she doesn't have childcare, but she brings a nanny with her. Yeah, anyway. so just leave the kid with the nanny. So I understand like her needing a bigger room if her daughter's going to be there and all of that. But like, if you were a mom and you were trying to do both at the same time, I would think that you would make your arrangements ahead of time and sure. not depend on someone else to get you a suite. Right. Well, and, and she wouldn't even do the booty bounce. No. Yeah. I'm I mean, not going to degrade myself. We just saw your uterus. Right. We saw your uterus so many times two episodes ago. And don't act like you're right on some high horse about, like, being dignified. Yeah. It just... 
It was And then she got mad, like, oh, knowing I had Brooklyn with me, she gave me the smallest room. Like, no, bitch, you got the smallest room because you were a wet blanket and didn't want to participate in any sort of Yeah, you volunteered for it. Now you're mad. So now... She should have just been like, hey, I just want to get the baby up to the room. Like, can I just have my key? Like, in a nice way, instead of being like, this is the fourth time I am asking you for my key. So Drew's like, here's the key for the smallest room, bitch. I would have done the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I I wouldn't have invited her. But... No. Well, she has to. That's neither here or there, nor yeah. there. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we continue on. Yeah, we continue on the trip and like she goes on the bike ride with them and decides to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. She Which, just like, and then she's, yeah. So she's a total bitch, upgrades her room, is a bitch on the bus. Yeah. Um, I did hate when Drew like was just like, cheers to good vibes. Good vibes. Cheers to good vibes. And it's just like, Drew, just chill out a little yeah. bit. Like, like let's not Let's not overdo it. Sleeping yeah. beast. Yeah. <laughs> sleeping beast. <laughs> Speaking of Drew, her style needs help. Yeah. What was that sparkly, weird, short, shorter alls? I mean. With the hood yes. and those weird shoes. To each their own. It I didn't look great. I don't know. It's like Amanda style, which it was, we will get to. Amanda from Summer Or Hannah, sorry. Oh, I was God. like, Amanda looks She great. looks like an Amanda. Um, anyway, I don't know why Kenya expects royal treatment. And I hate, like you said, that she just treats everyone like shit and then shows up and is like trying to be the fun one of the group. And it's like, were you just in the worst mood ever 15 minutes ago? Like Nobody wants to be around you. Everyone's scared to like make a step. Yeah. I, I no, it would just ruin everything. No, it's ridiculous. Um, and then, so they go on the bike ride, which looked super fun. And then Drew goes on her like press tour and they go to a dancing class. And I think it's really funny that Candy can't dance. Yeah, I know. Bless like, her heart. she's been in a girl group. Like she was she does an accomplished all of the, like, performer. She thingies. <laughs> yeah, like, like, but she can't dance. Yeah. Whatever. It's really cute. Um, I'll watch Portia dance any day of the week because I love her so much. <sighs> um, and then they all meet back up and they go to dinner. And Latoya... Acts a fool. Yeah. Once again. It just like. Hater. Sorry. Yeah. I mean. I just. She treated um, Fallon that at the Halloween party or whatever like total shit. And she knows that. And then Cynthia called her out on it. And she mm-hmm. was just like that was absolutely. You can't go into someone's house and immediately start insulting them. She goes. Well I did. Yeah, bitch. We know you why? did. And we're telling why you Why did you do okay. it, though? Like, why? For no reason. Yeah. To stir shit up. I yeah. think she really wants to hold that peach. Nothing's yeah. Happen. But, like, not being friends with any of them is not going to help you hold the peach. Right. So. Yeah, don't push everyone away, especially the people who have been there from the beginning. Yeah. Um, but I did find it interesting that... Kenya, when Cynthia was yelling at LaToya, Kenya was like, yeah, you shouldn't have done that. But then when Drew started attacking LaToya, Kenya was like, um, don't attack her, please. Yeah. Like, she just hates Drew, period. She's jealous of Drew. Yeah. So, I don't know why, but I don't know why it is. I don't know why anyone's jealous of Drew. Like, she has a great singing voice. I'm jealous of that. Yeah. I mean, she's not in a great relationship. She... She has very cute children. She does. And her husband's cute. But, like, He's a dick. they don't seem happy. No. So. Anyways. So, yeah, basically LaToya walks out of the dinner. Oh, also, I wrote down that Kenya made the worst joke of all time ever in the series. Um, they set down a plate of fries, and they were called boo fries. Uh-huh. And he goes, here's your boo fries. And she goes, ah, boo. 
and then laughed hysterically at her own joke and got like a couple of courtesy giggles like sprinkled in. And She's I was just probably like, probably on something. Please don't make jokes like that. They're not funny. And like, I don't know if it was like a nervous joke or if she really thought it was funny, but it made me sad that that was her sense of humor. Yeah. Oh, that's cringy. And probably that waiters heard that joke a hundred times, but usually from like 65 year old white men, like yeah, not my a beautiful, dad. like yeah. goddess, like Kenya yeah. who sucks, but she is beautiful. Right. Um, yeah. Like my dad would do that for sure. Um, um, but yeah, that's pretty much all the notes I have. On to New Jersey, which I have no notes on because I was just processing the whole time. I have a couple, not many. Um, it was a, a journey on that f- first 10 minutes. Like, let's, I, let's roll through it. Um, they it w- started because obviously this all started with Teresa's rumor bullshit. Mm-hmm. Jackie's there. She said repeatedly, I'm I don't really want to talk about stop it. Act- we can stop asking me if I'm going to cry or if I'm okay. Yeah. She's like, like, I'm good. Let's stop yeah. talking about it. And then Teresa, of course, is like, well, Margaret, ask, ask your husband what he said at boys night. And she's like, oh, what did he say? And then Teresa's like, that he also heard the rumor about Evan. And he's just like, no, I didn't. Which, cut to the tape, he Was did say lie. that. He but they all it. said, we don't believe it. Right. They may have heard it, but they didn't believe it and saw he's spreading it around. So He seems so <laughs> genuine. Yeah, he just like really loves marge for some reason and like but like when she at the after the fight like he was like i'm so sorry and she he like was really sorry yeah i could tell yeah jackie overreacted to him yeah i think there and i think she realized that pretty quickly but before that so that gets marge to yell at both her husband and to jennifer because jennifer was like he did say it she was like well bitch you weren't there so shut the fuck up Mm -hmm. so that that was a little tiff and then... And then Teresa got in. I mean, Teresa started yelling at, like, Melissa, and then Melissa got involved, and then Joe started yelling at people, and then, like... Yeah, and then she yelled at Jackie, and she was just, like, said something about, oh, yeah, because I'm very confident or something, and Jackie was like, oh, did you learn that in jail? Yeah. And that set Teresa off. She's like, oh, you're gonna bring up jail? Oh, you're gonna bring up jail? Then I'm out of here. Like, yeah. okay, bye, Teresa. Like, take and your Versace the bathroom, suit upstairs. And then like, Joe is yelling at everyone <laughs> and, like, looks like, I don't know what he looks like. An but. angry gorilla? <laughs> I don't know. Like, his face, like, his sweat was beating out of on his bald head. Because and, like, Teresa waltzes back out and sits out there and she's just like, how dare you not stick up for me? And he's like, bitch, you never stick up for me. Right. Like, your husband, your ex, now ex-husband. And then he's like, your husband killed my dad. Yeah, like, like my put mom, my mom in a whatever. grave, which... Untrue. I mean... A little dramatic. A probably contributed to it. Sure, some stress, but, like, calm down. But, like... Teresa expects this loyalty from everyone around but her, she but she's only no loyal loyalty. when it's conven- convenient for yeah. her. Yeah. So, like, Joe Judice, who was horrible to her, mm-hmm. both as a husband and afterwards, now they're friends, I guess, because they're in the sex toy business together, like, was horrible to her, but that's where her allegiance lies when he's talking shit about her brother? Yeah. Like, and then she waltzes out and was like, how dare you not stick up for me? And it's like, 
Uh, I can see why he got mad. I don't know that. I it, feel like I had whiplash from that. <laughs> it was like, like one person's yelling yeah. and another person's yelling, and Melissa's flipping a cheese plate, like, yeah. and then she like, cleans like, it up. It with a knife. She's That's like, me when I like overreact to something, and then I'm just like, oh, sorry. But like, it was a lot, a mm-hmm. lot, a lot. And it was all because of Teresa, because she's the fucking worst, and I hate her so, so much. And I also wrote in my notes that I hate that. Every single one of them is just like, they excuse horrible behavior by saying, well, I'm old school. Mm-hmm. So Joe being misogynist, it's because he's old school. Yeah. Teresa. Being crazy. Being a horrible person is because she's old school. Like anybody doing anything that's Italian, any, any Italian person can just be like, oh, I'm school. just, I'm old school. Yeah. So that's why I hit yeah. that guy. It's because yeah. I'm old school. Yeah. Like, stop excusing your behavior by saying that, because it's not an excuse. Yeah, it's painful. Um. So then uh, there's another part in the episode where Teresa finally... I think it's funny that they all got together the next day. Evan showed up, and Evan is clearly just like, this doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, I'm over it. Like, I'm friends with all the guys. You ladies figure out your own shit. Mm -hmm. I don't care. So he shows up the next day. Even after Jackie tries to talk him out of it. And he's totally fine. Yeah. He walks up to Teresa like a perfect gentleman. Gives her a hug. Kiss on the cheek. How are you? And then she's just like, hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. And he's like, okay, cool. Bye. Like, all of this, the last however many episodes for that 30 seconds. That's all Teresa needed to do from day one. Yeah. Just be like, hey, I'm really sorry about saying that. Yeah. And it would have been over. Yeah, I, it was, she is just a terrible person there. She has no redeeming qualities whatsoever. None. Like her going into business with Joe with a dildo business is like beyond. Like, okay, whatever. Um, it's, it's gross. And I I think it's funny that like, she got so much praise for, from people for being, for apologizing. Yeah. Like how many days aside and was like. I'm so proud of you for doing the right thing. And she goes, I always do the right thing. How uh, many do you? Days because I'm weeks? pretty sure you were in prison. How many days or weeks did it take you to apologize? And for a half-assed apology, which was all that was necessary, apparently, for, for Evan and yeah. for Jackie. Yeah. Like, I think Jackie just wanted to have a fun day. I don't think she likes Teresa and probably never will. But it's funny that Teresa was so hostile. Mm-hmm. And then... On the boat, she's like, get together, you two. Let me take your picture. And just being like, buddy, buddy with Jackie. Yeah. And it's like, you hated her 15 minutes ago. It doesn't ago. make sense. To me, it just it just says that Teresa needs friends. Mm-hmm. And she's super insecure. And so she thinks somebody doesn't like her. She's going to make sure that like, oh, well, I don't like her either. Yeah. But the second Jackie's like, oh, we can be friends. Teresa's like, oh, my God, yeah, besties. Yeah. Because <laughs> she has no backbone. And she, I, I don't think she should be mad at Jackie. Jackie didn't do anything. No. But anyway, Teresa's the worst and we can just end I, it there. Yeah, she is. The only thing I'll say is Jackie's hair was bothering me. Um, yeah. I want her to like go- embrace a curl or something. Like when you're in the humidity, your extensions aren't going to react the same way as your normal <laughs> hair. We all saw that. and Because yeah. uh, it was very curly on the top layer yeah. and then the rest of it was like still fine. <laughs> Yeah, it so, just really bothered me. Yeah, your your natural hair texture is clearly different from the extensions you mm-hmm. have, which is fine. But mm-hmm. like, keep that in mind when Let's you're in a humid, ponytail. humid environment. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay, but it's okay. Um, summer house. Summer house. 
And then we have something very important to talk about. And her name is Jen Shaw. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> Last but not least. Summer House. I have quite a few notes. Um, let's see. I do not like you! Yeah, so I think it's funny that Luke came in so hot. And he was like, I'm going to fucking tell him exactly what I think. Throws a beer, stomping in, and he goes, I don't like you. Like, that's it? That's all you had to say? I don't like you. Oh my god, I love that. Cool, Luke. You you. had to come all the way back for that? Like, what a joke. So then, of course, that riles Kyle up. Like, I would have been like, all right cool anyways i thought kyle was so funny at the beginning of this episode like when when he was free well first he said what did he say i keep my friends close but yeah he uh the worst insults ever were being hurled at each other um he waltzes into carl's room after luke leaves and he's like i keep my friends close and my lumberjacks farther away (laughs) cool and then carl's insult to luke was I'll make a necklace out of his hair and sell it back to his dumbass. <laughs> like, what? This should be a comic strip. So stupid. Kyle is such a gross drunk. Like, it makes me want to vomit. And then Lindsay pulls him aside and says... That was my favorite And he says... Part. Yeah, the most she was like, what one. are you grateful for? Yeah, just like trying to turn his attention. Just think about what you're grateful for. What are you grateful for? And he's and like, he's- sharks... Friend and family. <laughs> That's the only funny thing he said because otherwise I think he's a fucking idiot. The lumberjack thing was funny. It's so stupid. It's like he was trying to think of something like cool and really insulting to say, but like that's what you came up with. Okay. Um, and then I love Sierra. Like, like I do love Sierra, but she riled this fight up mm-hmm. for nothing. No, she doesn't care. No. And then she goes, when someone shows you who, who they are, you should believe them. Thanks, Maya Angelou. Like, this isn't the... These aren't the words of wisdom we need right here. No. Thank you. Luke is a fuckboy. Everyone knows that. I don't think Sierra is telling anyone something they don't already know. No. And, like, also, like Luke said, what were Carl and Kyle doing last year? Right. Right. If they... Anyways. Yeah. And I... I, Yeah. I love their, like, holier than thou. Like, Luke, we've been where you are. Luke is probably younger trying, than we're them. To like, help you out. I mean, they're, you're all on your own path. Carl wears his underwear and looks hot now. And like, minus that weird beard that I'm glad he shaved. The <laughs> first thing he did the next morning was shave that beard off. And then he cleaned his bedroom. Well, he was trying to get that bad energy out. I totally <laughs> get it. Uh, he brought it on himself, but um, I loved the fake pregnancy scare from Lindsay Hubbard. She wanted to be pregnant. A hundred percent. And also, I don't know why they even include stuff like that in the show because we all know she's not pregnant. Right. Social media well, exists. They, and they, like, right before that, they show her sitting outside drinking a lover boy in the morning. So. Right. If she was actually worried. Yeah. She wouldn't have been drinking. No. So it's just whatever. drama, whatever. And then eventually Stephen comes back and. That's at the end of the episode. Um. And then Luke has his redemption tour at the dinner table. He comes back to the house, which is a shock to no one. I didn't think for one second he was going to be like, I'm done with this place. Obviously, what else does that guy have to do? Nothing. Beyond the flight attendant's first episode for 30 seconds. That's all he's done in the last however many years. Um, Who's going to chop their wood if Luke leaves? Nobody. Nobody. There won't be anybody to do it. And Or like... 
make just say weird things outside in a Minnesota accent. Yeah, and like, who's going to be the singer songwriter of the house? Oh, no. no one, nobody. <laughs> we need him. Um, so he comes back and he has his apology session with Kyle, which I did think it was nice that both Kyle and Carl the next day woke up and were like, man, that was fucked up. We need to call him. Mm -hmm. That was the one respectable thing that happened. Yeah. And they were like, hey, we want you to come back. We're really sorry. Mm -hmm. Whatever. I absolutely side with Luke in this fight. Yeah. Because he was attacked by every single person in that house, maybe besides Lindsay. And I understand, like, I can understand, like... It would be like if they were her brother. I mean, they care about Hannah as a friend. Yeah. So they are being protective of her. But like, even though they've done it and done things in the past, they're still protective of Hannah, which I get. Which is fine, whatever. But like, he didn't, he's not doing anything to Hannah anymore. No, Hannah clearly has moved on. Next season or next week, we find out that. Actually, Hannah was fully on, full on dating Des. Yeah, she knew Des. I learned from a podcast she was on, like five or six weeks before she went to the house. Yeah, and had already slept with him. Yeah. So the thing is, though, I feel like Hannah likes this Des guy. Obviously, loves him. They're getting married now. But when the season started, she went into that house fully intending to have sex with Luke mm-hmm. and be like hook up with him all summer. She had this Des guy. In the back of her mind. But then when Luke rejected her, she was like, oh, well, I still have Des, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. And maybe it took that for her to realize how much she liked Des, whatever. But I think it's funny that he had this apology session at the dinner table and cried and whatever. And said something to Hannah like, I'm sorry if, if you know, about the way I treated you, whatever. And she's like, I'm just grateful that you're saying these things. Because she's yeah. so fucking dramatic whenever she's in a situation like that, which is so weird. Um, but, like, then she goes on later in the episode and she's like, I need to figure out what my priorities are. And it's like, bitch, your priority was to hook up with Luke when you got to the house. And when he rejected you by bringing someone else into the home, mm-hmm. you your priority suddenly became Des. Yeah, and maybe your podcast sometimes, but it's clearly not grooming. <laughs> right. Um, I do love Paige calling out Kyle's hypocrisy because he was like berating Luke about disrespecting women and whatever. And then the next day, the first thing he says to Sierra is like, hey, are your boobs real? Oh, gross. Like, goodbye. That was awful. Yeah, he's the worst. Um, Carl crying to Luke because he was like, I thought you were going to hurt my friend. And his like voice cracked uh-huh. because he was scared Luke was going to hurt <laughs> Kyle. Like Carl, chill out. Like relax. Who posted quarantine Carl must be pr- protected at all costs. Oh, of course. I'm here for quarantine Carl. And I'm happy that he was like, I had my one night where yeah. I fucked up. I don't want to do that anymore. And he was like, I just want my mom. I just want to be with my family. <laughs> I'm like, come to Kansas City. I, yeah. Um, and then just more of the fake conversations that are dubbed in when people aren't having them every episode Mm -hmm. of Summer House. Mm -hmm. It's just like they're having a phone conversation and no words are happening. Their mouths aren't moving, but they're dubbing in these voices. Yeah, it's strange. It's really annoying. But they're kind of doing it on all the shows. Well, I hate it. Yeah, it's not good. It's laziness. And we end with a flower arrangement bonanza for Lindsay and yes. Stravi standing outside with tea lights in the yard. Yeah, Lit- I wonder how that's going to go down. Because they're not together, right? Well, in the preview, they showed them, like, 
cuddling on the boat in the next episode. I know, but Lindsay has no one else to hook up with, so I feel like he showed up and she's like, mm, I can have sex with him. Yeah. Maybe. He'll give me attention. Yeah. That's what she wants. Gross. So, anyway. Whatever. Um, and then... Jen. Everyone. Buckle up. I'm sure you've all heard at this point. Jen Shaw, who I have said from the jump is the worst person on Salt Lake City, <laughs> has been arrested. As has her assistant. What's his name? Steven. Wasn't it Steven? I don't remember. Just the, the gay dude that followed her around everywhere and was like always just with her at eat. lunch. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they both got arrested. Um, because they've been running some sort of telemarketing scam. Yeah, where they're like stealing, selling people's information, like trying to steal money from them. And like, yeah, they're getting people's information to have telemarketers call them to sell them things that will better their businesses that don't actually exist, is mm-hmm. what I've gathered. Yeah, they, they make fake websites so it looks like... Yeah. <laughs> Jen! Has Teresa taught us nothing? If you're doing something illegal and you go on TV, uh, you're going to get caught. I saw something on Instagram before you came here that said they were renting that house that they lived in. They didn't even own it. Poor Coach Shaw. I know. He's an angel. If he wants to get divorced. Is he an angel? I don't think he was involved. No, but I think he cheated on her a lot. I don't care. She probably <laughs> deserved it. She's the worst. She is terrible. For sure. And I wonder how Heather feels. Honestly, Heather's such a good person that she's probably very worried about her. Yeah. Is it like a Jacqueline Lorita situation or is it like actual concern? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I feel like Heather's just a good person. Oh, there's some toe clicks for you. Louis, the neighborhood watch. Yeah, the neighbors got home. Yeah, a neighbor pulled into his very own driveway and Louis is upset about it. <laughs> well, can't blame him. <laughs> yeah, how, how dare he? Louis. I mean, we all know that Mary is having a fucking field day. Yeah, but I would be careful if I were Mary. Something is going on there. Yeah. Honestly, like, how dumb do you have to be? If, you, if you're running something illegal, why the fuck would you go on TV and talk about it? Yeah. Because in the reunion, they were like, what do you do? And she, like, explained it in full. Yeah. Jen Shaw, you're a fucking idiot. Like, what? Well, she wants book cookbook deals. She she did a lot of shit to a house that she was renting. Like, I don't know. I parties like, she was hosting? I think Danielle from, um, from Hollow Back Cards posted that it was a rental. Well, I wouldn't be surprised, but just for a rental, like having all those parties. And I love that she called it a chalet, like Jen's chalet yeah. um, or your rental home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they called it the chalet on the show. I know. Yeah. Which I, goodbye. yeah, I, I just, I mean, I want to know more. I know that a lot of people were watching like something today, like she was arraigned or something. I don't know I'm what not any sure. of those words mean. Um, well... I'm sure things will unfold in the next several days. Yeah. And we'll get more info. But what a surprising turn of events. This is very interesting. I wish that... Why aren't they ever recording when these things go down? Well, didn't you hear, though, that they were recording? 
Oh, yeah, they were going on a trip. Yeah, they were getting ready to go on a trip. And five minutes before the FBI showed up, Jen had a phone call that was like, oh, I have a family emergency. I have to go. So somebody literally tipped her off. Yeah. Like, yes. I want to know who it is. I need to know more. I need more information. Stephen. Stephen. Is that his name? It doesn't I don't feel know. right. It's like Stuart, maybe? Maybe Stuart. Something like that. Anyways. Anyway, so Very interesting. we'll have totally more, I'm oh, sure, to discuss is this ongoing saga. Um, saga <laughs> um, let's get into our book. Yeah. So this week we read Average Expectations by the one and only Shepard Rose. Shepard Rose. Um, we both listened to it mm-hmm. because it was free. He's not a very good reader, I will say. No, definitely you don't get like, like when he makes like little quips, he is like very monotone. So it's like, you don't, you don't really get the credit for the joke when like, right. there's no inflection in your voice, I yeah. guess. I mean, he's not a practiced voice artist. So. Sure. Um, I'm glad he read it instead of like a stranger reading. Oh yeah, for sure. But, um... So he leads with a quote from Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. It is a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury signifying nothing. Which is pretty much describing the whole book. Yeah. Okay. What I will say about the book is that I have not been a Shep fan for quite a long time. I liked him much more this last season because Taylor makes him a better person. Mm -hmm. But if his goal in this book was to make more people like him, he... Success. He was successful. You like him now? I like have so much more respect for him. After yeah, reading he's it. like not ashamed of like being lazy. He's just very honest like, about the fact that he comes from money. He like starts the book and basically gives us like a family history, and it's just like my grandpa, my mom's side did this, my grandpa, my dad's side did this. Like this is where I come from. I come from old money. That's what it is. There are very high expectations of me based on what my family members do. And he's like, but I don't do any of that stuff because it doesn't interest me. He's had a very interesting life. Yeah. Because he's very well read. Like He's very very, well spoken. Yes. Very impressive. Like, very smart. I've always thought he was smart. Yeah. Like, you can tell just in the, like, vocabulary he has, especially compared to his castmates, that he's, like, he's pretty intellectual. Mm Mm-hmm. A dick, sometimes, for sure. Yeah, and but. he admits to it and is ashamed of it. I mean, it's like Carl and Kyle fighting Luke yeah. when they're drunk, but then when you're sober, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. I appreciated his... He was very candid and, like, yeah. honest. There were things that he said that I didn't like. Like, he would talk about women and, like, having slept with them or something, and I just don't like that. I don't like... Oh, I will. Then I... Then we fucked. You know, I don't like that. I don't think he said the F word a single time in the book, but. <laughs> but uh, like, but then I, then we had sex. Oh, like, I don't, that doesn't really bother me. Yeah, because, I don't like it. I don't need anybody to talk to me about that. Oh, I don't care about that. And I, I do think he made a good point or I don't even know if it was a point, but he did talk about kind of along those same lines. He's like said something in some chapter about how he doesn't understand like why women are shamed for doing the same things that men do. And he's like this like sexual liberation of women. I'm here for it. Like Mm -hmm. if you want to have a one night stand, great. Like I'm not going to judge you for it. No. And so like, I think because he has that attitude about it and he's not like slept with that slut on the first night. Like he's just 
is like, yeah, I've slept with a lot of girls. Like, who cares? I just don't. I think I don't like it because I don't like the idea of someone else, talk, someone talking about me that way. So, like, he was talking about Catherine and he was like, we had a lot of fun. We, you know, talked about stuff. We read yeah. books, watched, and then we slept together. You know, we yeah. had sex. And I'm just like, I, I know you had sex, but I just don't need it blatantly. But don't you think Catherine would have done the same thing? Yes, but, like, for me, it's just, like, maybe I'm just, like, putting it on myself. But I wouldn't want someone to say that about me. Oh. I think if I if it happened and everybody already knew it, I wouldn't care. Because everybody already knows they slept together. Yeah, they do. I just don't I like it. This is skipping to the very end. Like, in the very last couple of chapters, he kind of goes through all of the castmates. And it's just, like, how he met them and what he thinks of them and what they're up to and whatever. And he was, like, very candid about a lot of things, which surprised me. Like, Thomas Ravenel, he just was, like... Basically, was just like, yeah, he's a great guy, kind of. But then he also pointed out all of his faults and was like, a lot of his behavior is unacceptable. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, he was very open about... um, The castmates. The castmates. Yeah. And he... Yeah. So Thomas Ravenel is what I was saying. Um, He did not excuse Thomas's behaviors, which I appreciated. Mm -hmm. I think he still... He didn't really mention them a ton. Like, he just said... I enjoyed getting, you know, being friends with Thomas. He was very interesting to talk to and like, yeah. Um, But he mostly talked about like how Thomas has been like getting in Twitter fights with Pat. Yeah. Like he was just like, I'm really disappointed in the way that he's like ruined his relationship with Pat, who was like always on his side. Yeah. But I mean, there's no way to be on his side at this point. No, he's a horrible human being. Um, He and Ashley belong together. Yeah, too bad they're not together. And I know. Knock someone else up. Ugh, he's so disgusting. Anyways, um, but yeah, the book was very interesting. He talks about a lot about like how people kind of come after him for being lazy and you don't contribute anything to society and whatever. And he's like, and then he gives us a list of like every job he's ever had. So he's like, it's not like I've never worked. And yeah. he's like, works legitimate jobs. Yeah, I mean. Like a surf instructor, pizza delivery, and then he had a couple office jobs after college. But, like, it seems like he's just... I mean, if I had mailbox money, I would travel like that. Yeah, and I was thinking the same thing because, like, he's, like, talking about how he's been to everywhere. Like, Mm -hmm. he's been around the world. He's traveled by himself a ton, which is cool. And I was like, if I had the means to send my kid around the world to explore a bunch of different cultures, I would absolutely do it. Yeah. Like, there's no shame in that. No. And like, and he's just basically like, yeah, like, this is my life and I'm not ashamed of it. And I'm like, there are people that don't have that at all, like have no privilege and that sucks and it's not fair. Yeah, but he's not rubbing it in anyone's face. No, he's not. But yeah. I I, do. I loved, he had a whole chapter about like cancel culture mm -hmm. and he also had a whole chapter about like his... Basically, season six. is He was just yeah, like, was a season. horrible season yeah. for me. I was ashamed of my behavior. I was questioning even coming back to the show for another season. And, you know, explained the, like, when he was kind of making fun of that homeless woman. And he just was like, you know, I was ashamed of that behavior. I embarrassed my family. Mm-hmm. Like, but... I learned from it Mm -hmm. and I grew from it. And like, 
that's the problem with cancel culture is that you're just like, nope, you're done. You're not Forget allowed it. to you give no, yeah. yeah, you don't give anyone room to improve. No, I hate cancel culture. And like what he did was like, I mean, shitty, but like not, not that terrible. I mean, on a scale of like one to Thomas Ravenel. Yeah. Like. Maybe a five. Yeah, he was rude to yeah. someone, and that it was unacceptable behavior. But, like, does he deserve to be canceled no. for it? No. And he just made a good point about how, like, people who are out to cancel others think that they're doing some service for the people that they're defending, but they're just hurting everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, they're hurting the whole process. Yeah. So Everyone's made a mistake. Absolutely. You can't ex- expect perfection from anyone. Even the people that are canceling everyone. They've made mistakes and I'm sure would be canceled. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with him. To me, the most important chapter was about Craig. Little Craig. Little Craig. Yeah. Um, He loves him so much. And I just like loved that whole chapter. Yeah. So he goes into where he got little Craig, how he kind of debated like getting a dog. And the reason he got a dog is because he was like, I just was seeing people on social media and he was just like, he wasn't dating anyone at the time. And he was just like, I wanted like a dog to cuddle with when I was hungover on the couch. And mm-hmm. like, I just wanted a companion. Yeah. And Cam went with him to get him. Yeah. And it was just so cute. And, and like, he, and also like, in like watching the show, I felt like he was making fun of Big Craig by naming the dog that, but he wasn't. He loves Craig. Yeah. He loves Big Craig. Yeah. And he mentioned the Pillow Empire quite a bit. Yeah, he did. He's like, hypes him up. Mm-hmm. I think the only people that make fun of, or the only person that really made fun of Craig for the pillows was Naomi. Yeah. And like, understandable, because it's not like he was doing well at that point in their relationship. <laughs> and she's like, can you get a real job? Yeah. Um, But he does talk about like getting a dog and being a little bit regretful at first and just being like, I didn't have any idea how much work it was. And I was just, I thought of the two of us because we both had that conversation. Like, fuck, what did I do? Yeah. Like dogs are great. I adore my dog Mm -hmm. and I like smother her every day. But there was a point when she was a new puppy where I was just like, this was a mistake. Not having a dog going from not having a dog to having a dog is like, a lot of yeah. change. Yeah, it's a so. lot of responsibility and like it's not as like fun. Especially as... if you have a puppy that's like never been trained. Oh my god, I'll never have a puppy again. Yeah, it's a lot. And like my dog still has beha- behavioral issues. So <laughs> No. Louis <laughs> perfect. He listens really well. He's perfect <laughs> in every way, but he doesn't listen. <laughs> Um, yeah, Josh and I were taking Marley for a walk the other night and some like old lady walked by and she had treats in her pocket, which was adorable. And she was just like, oh, can I give her a treat? And we're like, yeah. And of course, Marley like ruined it and like jumped on the lady. And we were like, oh, sorry. Like, she was like, oh, I don't mind. And she was like, but like some training might be helpful. And I was like, all right, we're out of here. (laughs) Like, I get it. I know. She's horrible. She was just excited about the treat. Yeah. I mean, I wish I would have gotten Louie into training. It's not too late. He's seven now. So? You can still train a dog. He's almost seven. I don't know. Anyways. um, So, Shep very much loves his French Bulldog. And his yeah. French Bulldog has like 100,000 followers or something stupid. Yeah. So, that's cool. I mean, he's not as cute as Louis, but he's cute. He's fine. I don't... French Bulldogs are my favorite. Louis is cute. Louis is cute because I know Louis. If I saw Louis on the streets with somebody that I didn't like... I wouldn't give him a second glance. 
Oh my god. I yeah. don't think French bulldogs are cute. I told I you that before you even got one. <laughs> I love Louis because he's <laughs> Louis and he's your dog and I love him for that. I don't love anyone else's dogs. Louis an exception. There are dogs of other friends that we have that I could do with or without. I know. So I know. I know. I need to be thankful. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like other people's kids. Like I like my nieces and like, I don't really care about any other kids. Yeah. Like I think other kids are cute, but like, I don't want them around. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I only care about my about nieces your own. and nephews. Yeah. About yeah. your own fam. Nephews. Jeez. Nephews. Karsten and Oh, Jack. right. Duh. Um, anyways. So I, what other? Oh, he got into politics a little bit, which I was kind of surprised yeah. by. And he made some really good He's points. He's kind of like middle of the road. Yeah. Um, he just is, encourages you to be open to other people's beliefs. Yeah, he's like, without the middle, we couldn't, you know, nothing is going to get done. Yeah. If we're just all, and I agree with that. Yeah, I absolutely and agree And I think that. that if the pol- political atmosphere was not the way it is now, I would be more middle of the road. Yeah. But not right now, no. Yeah. He, but. Um, yeah, but he made some really good points. And like we said, he's very smart. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I don't know that I would like buy it and read it more than once no but like if you like shep or you're interested in any if you like southern charm like you should listen to it at least it's on scribe yeah if you're on scribe it's free listen to it i i liked it Mm -hmm. it it was fine it was better than cam's book but i will say i think there must be like a formula for books like this because every book from a bravo author that we've read says more to come on that later and like they always oh, have, do they? yeah, I more on that later. And then they always have lists at the end of the chapter. Yeah. Or they start with a quote. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, you like, aside from Shep, Melissa Gorga, you have never read Jane Austen or right. whoever you're quoting. I do think that maybe it's like just for word count or like page filler. Probably. Just to like give it some substance. I mean, it's fine, but like. They all have lists. Right. So it's just funny. Yeah, there are always lists. There are always quotes by famous beings. And and I feel like Shep actually knew the quotes. Yeah, and there was a part at the end where he, like, tells us a bunch of, like, books and stuff that we should read. And I skipped it because I don't care. But I listened to that. Um, Any good ones? He said Lonesome Dove, and then I kind of lost interest. <laughs> But he he says he always cries during the notebook. He always, he loves um, Braveheart. I think that he just gets a bad edit sometimes on Southern Charm. I think a lot of people, I mean, they all do. I mean, do you think that if Austin wrote a book, you would like him? Oh, I don't know. Austin doesn't bother me as much as he bothers you. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. He bothers me a lot. Like, Austin doesn't really have, like, an interesting family history. He looks like a Muppet. (laughs) We know. (laughs) Um, But I don't know. I don't know that I would be interested in anything from Austin. Craig, maybe. Craig is... I opened a law firm. I want a sewing book from Craig. He didn't open a law firm. Yes, he did. What? It's on his Instagram. That's an April Fool's joke. It was an IGTV. It wasn't from April Fool's. It was from, like, a week ago. He opened, he's opening a brick and mortar sewing down South store. 
And he opened a law firm. He had an IGTV that was like 10 minutes long showing us around his new office and like, it's, it's real. Craig is becoming a lawyer. That's probably where that meme came from that we posted. That was like, only one man can represent Jen Shaw. I know, but I didn't think it was actually Conover Law Firm. Yeah. It's happening. Oh my God. If you need representation, there you go. For any reason. (laughs) Don't get run over. Call Conover. Oh, wow. So that's real. Good for Craig. Injury attorneys. Does he just own the law firm and he's hiring a bunch of people to be the lawyers or like what's happening? Because he didn't take the bar, did he? Or did he take it? All, the only link on here is for a free case review. It's a one page website. There's nothing that says. Well, he just opened it. Yeah. Interesting. So there you go. Craig is a man of many talents. Pillows. Or, you know, law firm. Are you going to fill out a... No. No, I'm just, like, confused, I guess. Well, you know what? He's expanding his horizons. He's building his empire. And good for him. I don't know. I can't. I have to... Whatever. (laughs) Maybe he'll be great at it. Who knows? He's not. Be the next uh, Robert Kardashian. (laughs) Not the younger one. Not Rob. No, Robert. <laughs> Robert wasn't even a law- lawyer. He ha- went to law school, but he wasn't a practicing lawyer. What? He just did it because... Didn't you watch the OJ show? Yeah. He wasn't an actual lawyer. He was just on the legal team. Like, he wasn't practicing defense attorney. Oh, I didn't know that. Why do you have so much money then? He did something else. I don't know. Interesting. Did Did he have that that. much money? I don't know. I mean, yeah, the Kardashians were pretty well off. Well, they weren't when Bruce Jenner was... I don't think they were that well off. Well, I mean, Kim was organizing closets for money. Yeah. At the beginning of her family. I don't think that they were that rich before the show. Well, rich enough to live in Beverly Hills and go to Beverly Hills high schools. Yeah. So, richer than I'll ever be. Yeah, well, you don't know that. Oh, I know. We'll see. If you I... need a cake called <laughs> Bake. <laughs> Sweet. Thank you for that tagline. Um, anyway, yeah, so I recommend the book. If you like Shep, if you like Southern Charm, you'll probably like the book. Yeah. It's better than Cam's. Yeah. So I think that we need to figure out what book we're going to read like today or tomorrow so that we hold ourselves to keep with our weekly schedule. Yeah. 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 We will. We'll do it after this. Okay. Before I leave. Okay. Perfect. Before I leave the home studio. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't have anything else to say. It's been real. Um... Oh, wait. We should close out with the list of Southern behaviors that Shep approves of. Okay. Um, it's actually a good list. He basically says, like, there's a lot of, like, old school Southern stuff that he doesn't agree with, but these are the things that he still believes in. Number one, never ask a woman her age or if she's pregnant. Agreed. Agreed. Always hold the door open. Yes. Absolutely agree. If you don't want the door open for someone that's directly behind you're you, a like, bad you're an asshole. Yeah. Period. Southern or not. Um, let people in in traffic. That is a situational thing for me. Mm-hmm. I don't do it every time. I do it if they look nice or if they're not crowding me. Yeah, yes. If someone's like tr- trying to cut me off, mm-hmm. no, I'm not going to let you do it. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to go out of my way so you can't. Yeah. But 
I do let people in if, like, if there's a merge and they need to get in. Like, uh-huh. I will nine times out of ten let right. them in. Unless I'm having a bad day. Um, he said that words like darling, honey, and sweetheart, some people feel are offensive. Some people don't like to be called, like, sweetheart by a man. And he says if a woman initiates it, like, calls you honey mm-hmm. or something, like, it's okay for the man to do that, it too. It really is situational for me. I absolutely agree. Like, in it... I couldn't explain it if I tried of like yeah. who who it's okay to do it. Like there's a guy I work with that calls me sweetie and I'm like, that's gross. Yeah, I hate I it. But then like someone else would do it. Like, yeah, I went through the McDonald's drive through today and the girl called me honey or something. And I'm yeah. like, that's fine. I don't mind when a woman does it. It's weird if a man does it to a woman that they don't know. Yeah. It, it's just or in a work. I in think any work situation, I think, is off limits. Yeah, I yeah, I don't. So he's he's situational on that too. Um, standing when a lady comes to the table, taking her coat, etc. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Although I think it's awkward if someone stands when I come to the table, but I wouldn't be offended by it. No, I, I think that's nice. They should do it. And I and I want to add, like, I think there's like a southern gentleman, and then there's a Midwest gentleman. Yeah. And I like, I think Midwest gentlemen are nicer, like a better. Why? I don't know. I would go so far as like a Midwest gentleman is going to like scrape your car windows for you. Sure. Or like shovel your driveway. Yeah. Or like help you like do some. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, a Southern gentleman is more like manners Mm -hmm. and a Midwest gentleman is like helping you out. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. You're right. Absolutely. Not that men in the South don't help, but like, whatever. No, it's just, and like, maybe it's just because I've only lived here, but like, my dad would, like, he would come, like, clean your driveway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Just same. My dad, like, my parents are divorced and my dad will still, like, go do stuff for my mom. Yeah. Like, he'll go mow her lawn and she's like, uh, what? Yeah. Like, my neighbor, one of my neighbors has fixed my car more than once. One of my neighbors saw me, like, um, sanding my porch and like came over and like gave me sandpaper and Aww, stuff. That's so like, nice. So yeah. Um, we will end on the quote that he said in the book, which said, women should be treated with more reverence than men. They run the world after all. Yes. You're right. We should Chef. post that on Instagram. We should. Anyways, good book. Happy with it. We'll get back to you on what we're reading next. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a poll. Okay. Bye. All right. Lilas. Bye.